Welcome to After the Bell Podcast, episode 19, Speak It Out with Susie. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's your favorite host, Murray, a.k.a. Mr. Doyle, with another episode of After the Bell Podcast. Again, you can follow us on our Instagram account at after.thebell. Send us a DM if you want to be on a future episode. If you have a memorable teaching story, a memorable teacher, let us know and we'll talk about it. And we'll talk to you hopefully as well. Episode 19, Speak It Out with Susie. In grade six, we're learning a lot about alliteration. And we've done a few cases of alliteration the last couple of weeks. I don't know if it's just me finally kind of turning the curve on teaching ELA and, and getting getting into it, or, or if I'm just running out of creative names for episodes, but we're happy to have made it this far, episode 19 on After the Bell podcast. Before we get to hands up segment, which dives into comments and stories from our Instagram account, uh, just kind of uh, update on our CBAS which is, again, our COVID bubble after school sports. I'm actually recording this super early on a Tuesday, actually, this week. And I actually just finished our second week of CBAS, COVID bubble after school sports. Today, my cohort played some volleyball and we played some floor hockey. And we actually had a lot more kids. I think we had about 15. So week one of CBAS was six i'm gonna say and now we're up to 15 with a few more who couldn't get online to get the permission form or b could not get their paper copy signed in time or c those that could get picked up after school so the c bus is gaining traction and we're excited to be offering some after school sports i think just kind of what I'm noticing early on with 12 year olds is I, I can just tell they're missing seeing each other outside of school. I know some parents and some families have been pretty restricted with the pandemic. So you know what, if they can, if they can get into the gym for an hour after school every day, then I don't think there's any harm, harm in that and working on our, motor skills, our volleyball academy that we're running at our school. We're not actually running a volleyball academy, but I just, I called that because I think it's early to start young, but yeah, we're, we're seeing lots of prospects hopefully for, for down the, down the road. And yeah, other than that, have to watch the bachelor tonight, but before we get to the bachelor tonight, and Yellowstone, we've been watching that. We're on season three. Before we get to all of those things, it is without a doubt time for our hands up segment. And this one is a quite a unique segment. I actually have my first student who somehow stumbled upon this page and, and dropped a note for us. So without further ado, it's time for hands up. So I mentioned it earlier, our 
hands up segment in our Instagram world comes from former student of myself. His name is Evan. And again, Evan, it's been a long time since, since I've taught you, but not sure how you found this. But you've left us a comment. And here's your, here's your comment, Evan. You're doing great on the podcast. Keep it up. Way to go. Short and sweet and to the point on After the Bell podcast and After the Bell Instagram account. So thank you very much, Evan. It's been a long time, I think. I'm trying to think back when I taught this student. It's been, it's been a little while now. So hope you're doing well, Evan, and hope that the school year is, is treating you well. We have a special guest this week. I mean, all of our guests are very special. This particular guest that's going to join us tonight, and, and she is actually going to be joining me on this Tuesday evening, which, again, I think this may be the record earliest podcast that's actually recorded, and it just works out with, with her lifestyle. She's got, a, she's got a lot of busy things on the go. So we are luckily going to be joined by first-time podcaster, but frequent listener to After the Bell podcast. Uh, her name is Susie, and she's going to give us a bit of a perspective on, on what's going on in schools, not from a teaching role, but from an FSLW role. Now, if you're sitting there trying to think of what that acronym means, FSLW, I believe, at least in our school, it's it stands for Family School Liaison Worker, but we'll ask her a little bit more about what her role is and if that's the right official name for it. But basically she is someone in a school that deals with a lot of, oh, I mean, a lot of complex issues with, with kids, kind of what's going on with their personal life, their friendships, their relationships. It's a, it is a, as, as someone that obviously as a teacher, I, I don't do that every day, but when I, when I have those students that just kind of spill everything to you and spill your heart out, it definitely is a, a pretty demanding role. So we're, we're looking forward to hearing Susie's perspective. And I can imagine it's hard at the best of times, let alone during a pandemic. So I'm sure without going into details, because we don't go into personal details on After the Bell. No, you won't hear school names. You won't hear um, names of students. You won't hear any of that stuff. Although a few people have mentioned I have dropped a few last names by accident. It's it's tough. I, I am mindful of all these things when I'm recording the podcast, but I still let them slip. And again... I could go back and edit them at any point, but I, I just don't want to if I'm if I'm being totally honest. So yeah, we'll we'll kind of hear what Susie has to say, kind of see what she's dealing with this year, a year of all years, and and we'll kind of dive into her role and some memorable experiences that she has with us. So this is episode 19 of After the Bell podcast, Speak It Out with Susie. Now, without further ado, we're going to take attendance. And our guest today is a 
definitely a long time connection. We haven't connected in a long time, but I'm excited to kind of catch up and, and get her point of view on everything that's going on um, in the schooling system from maybe a non-teaching point of view, but uh, just wanted to welcome you after the Bell podcast, Susie. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been years. We were talking beforehand. We're, we're going over a decade now. So that's, this is a throwback, Susie. <laughs> Definitely. Awesome. So I like to start up with a warm up. Um, that's the phys ed teacher in me. But uh, do you want to maybe just give a quick introduction of, of who Susie is, maybe who you are, what's your current role, uh, maybe how long you've been at your school? All right. Yeah, so uh, I'm Susie. I am a mother of two very busy young boys, age five and three. And I am currently a family school liaison worker at an elementary school. So I, the best way to describe that role is kind of a mashup between a school counselor and a school social worker. So um, I do all things social, emotional, mental health, and I can also be a resource to families for outside community sources and resources. Um, so this is my second year in that role. Um, I have a background in human resources and not human resources, human services. <laughs> and uh, I uh, went to university for psychology and uh, yeah, I kind of fell into this role when I was looking for something that would fit um, kind of family life. I, you know, I used to work for the government and it was a very high stress position and there wasn't a lot of flexibility for raising a family and ended up in the school system and I'm in love with it. I love this position and I'm so grateful that I get to do this every day. That's great, yeah, thanks for that kind of introduction and I'm excited to kind of dive into your role. I know at my school, um, our FSLW is, is a rock star and I've had lots of really awesome ones. And for those of you that are maybe outside of the teaching world listening or the school system, they're kind of like that Swiss army knife. Like they are so good at so many different things. And I know for myself, uh, my FSLW has helped me uh, with all sorts of issues, you know, whether it's like girl drama or relationships or who knows what, but yeah, I think I think that's really awesome, and I'm ex kind of excited to dive into it. Do you have a favorite part of being an FSLW? Oh, well, um, I I really love all of it, but yeah. um, I love the kids. Like honestly, um, you know, anytime I get to hang out one on one with kids or run small groups, um, any interactions with the kids is always so much fun. Um, they're always so loving and so welcoming, and you know, they, they just value that connection so much. And you really do, you feel like a rock star, like you yeah. said, right? Walking down the hallways, everybody's happy to see you. And um, I think that's that's my favorite part of the job is working with kids. And that moment, you know, when you have that light bulb moment, when a kid, you know, accomplishes something or overcomes some kind of a mental health struggle or, you know, solves a problem on their own and without your coaching, that is, that's what makes it all worth it. Yeah, and I even even in kids in my grade six class, like they're constantly wanting to to go and talk to that person. I, and I'm all, often really envious of your role. I, I get a little sample of it in my classroom, and you know whether it's like the recess drama with the triangle of girls that are having issues. But it's I envy your job because 
you have the time, you have a lot of time. And now you, I know you see a lot of kids in a day, but like you have the time to kind of remove yourself, you know, to those more private conversations. Whereas I feel like I'm trying to do that. And, and, you know, also trying to get the 20 other kids in my class, like working at the same time. So I think it, I'm sure it's really, it, it's gotta be draining at times though, like your job. Yeah, well, and I I so appreciate that about teachers as well. You know, there there's I don't think there's a single teacher that I've met that doesn't want to have that connection with all their students. But you guys have busy days, and you know, you said twenty kids, and that's to me that's like a small class. You know, I we I have some teachers in my school that have thirty kids, and it's it's hard to form that one-on-one -on -one connection so i do feel very grateful that i i like you said i have that time and space to get to know my kids and learn their story and you know help them as best i can um and yeah it can be a little bit like emotionally draining and I, i'm an introverted person by nature so i really do have to fill my cup after i spend a day getting to know kids but you know, I, I'm just so lucky that I get to do this, that this is my, my job. You know, I get to hang out with kids and help them meet their potential and work with amazing staff members. Like, I'm, I'm in awe of what teachers do every day. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool to kind of see just all those different connections with teachers and, and other staff members at a school. They, they really kind of have to work hand in hand. So we're going to move on to our hook segment uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier before we started recording about about the pandemic and, and just mental health in general. Do you now, obviously, I feel like you could have a whole session or two or, or podcast about that. But do you have like just a few tips or tricks that you're maybe a personally doing to deal with the pandemic yourself and then b maybe like one or two things that you would share with the student kind of going on with the pandemic mental health wise right now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's a really good question. I think. Thanks. I came up with it myself. Thank you. <laughs> I think that COVID has really shone a light on, uh, you know, on mental health and exacerbated mental health issues that are already there. Um, you know, and I'm not a mental health professional, you know, I'm not a therapist, so I, I can't say that I achieve therapeutic outcomes, but um, I, you know, my number one is to reach out for support if you need it. And that's, that's a big part of my role is connecting people with mental health resources. So, you know, there are, uh, sometimes there can be barriers to reaching out for mental health supports, whether that's financial or not knowing where to go or not having the proper uh, connections or not knowing what kind of therapy is out there. Um, so I'd say, yeah, reach out, ask around, um, look into if people, if you have benefits, look into what coverage you have. A lot of people have, you know, employee um, assistance programs that offers free counseling. So I'd say, start digging and looking for support if you need it. And um, I think otherwise, taking care of yourself, and that sounds so um, kind of fluffy and hippy-dippy, but right. it's really important to make sure that people are um, taking care of their basic needs. So like, when when's the last time you had a drink of water? Have you eaten today? 
Um, when's the last time you moved your body? When's the last time you actually um, connected with another human being? You know, and not necessarily over a computer screen. Yeah, but, like we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah, like have you talked to another human about how you're feeling? Um, have you showered today? You know, any of the, all of those things can exacerbate mental health problems. Um, and I'd also, I always encourage my kids that and try to get the message across that like feelings aren't bad. You know, a lot of times kids feel like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling anxious and I don't want to feel like this or I'm feeling sad. So I must have a problem. Like feelings are all valid and they're not good or bad. They just are. So, you know, take, take note of how you're feeling and allow yourself to feel it because you won't necessarily feel that tomorrow. It could just be a moment. And what's that feeling trying to teach you? Yeah, no, I think that was great. I, I was listening and as, as much as I'm, I'm thinking about the students in my class, I, I definitely think, I mean, this whole podcast was created out of a need for, for connection. And I definitely kind of started thinking about all these things that you were mentioning kind of personally. And, and I've, I've definitely felt it more this year than, than any year of teaching. This is kind of year seven of teaching. And, you know, when you're not, when you're not at your best, sometimes it, it, it definitely shows in the classroom, but I think, I think definitely everybody can, can take something out of, out of what you said. And, and, and yeah, no, I think, I think that that was awesome. So thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, we're going to, we're going to move on to our lighter recess segment. That's my jazzy music that goes with it. Uh, recess is Basically, it's just a lighter topic. We, we just talked about something fairly heavy, and I think it's good to talk about those things. But Susie, it has been over a decade since we connected. Basically, we were, we were trying to do figure it out since we were in high school. Uh, but anyways, we, we kind of stumbled upon this podcast idea by a great mutual friend of both of ours, um, and her name is Catherine. So we're going to play a quick game called Connect to Catherine. Perfect. Would you like to would you like to play today? I would love to play that. Awesome. So all we're going to do, and hopefully she's listening to this podcast, uh, we're gonna try to connect to Catherine, the person. So my, I'm gonna start and then you're gonna kind of share how you how you connect to her. But uh I remember so I, I grew up in a really small town. My my town didn't even have a high school, so we had to go to the next bigger city to that high school and, and that's the one that we both went to but i still remember grade 10 science and didn't know a single person and all i know i i, I was a little bit nervous going into class and i, I remember just sitting kind of near the back trying to kind of hide a little bit I, I didn't know anybody but here comes this really nice girl who like maybe she could tell that i didn't know anyone or maybe just that's her characteristic but anyway she she introduced herself kind of mentioned like my name's Catherine like who are you are you from town I don't really recognize you and, and we kind of chatted it was the first like real connection I had with someone not from my hometown and it, the thing with a lot of those hometown schools it's like I went from kindergarten to grade nine with the same kids so moving to high school it was like wow this is this is pretty crazy but uh, for those of you that know Catherine, and and you're gonna share your good Catherine's story, she's just a really nice, nice person. So, do you wanna do you wanna play connected, Catherine? What's your what's your story with Catherine? Oh, 
And that is so her. She is one of the most caring, genuine people you'd ever want to meet. Um, so right away, a story that comes to mind for Catherine and I. So I've known Catherine since kindergarten. We were in French immersion together. So we were in a very small class all through um, elementary, junior high, and high school. And uh, so I, we were probably, I want to say like seven or eight maybe a little older, maybe eight or nine. And uh, she came over after school one day and my mom gave us uh, giggle juice. She called it giggle juice. <laughs> it was orange juice mixed with Sprite. Oh, okay. And uh, we, like, it must have been a placebo effect <laughs> because we both just started laughing so hard. And, like, we still talk about it to this day. Every once in a while she'll text me and say, remember giggle juice? <laughs> I laughed for, like, forever and laughed so hard that our like stomach hurt and my mom was like you guys are insane like there's nothing actually in this it's just juice yeah, um, yeah it was just one of those funny moments and we still think about it like we were you know little kids just being silly great yeah no that's that's giggle juice i'll, I'll have to i'll have to ask the kids maybe tomorrow if they've heard of that but yeah just a special shout out to Catherine, great great friend of the podcast after the bell this is episode 19 of after the bell speak it out with Susie. now before we wrap up because i know Susie has kids and and hopefully we're not too loud but uh you know hopefully you won't have to go and deal with them but that's that's the reality i i I imagine as a parent. So last period is just about a pandemic project or hobby. I've been asking lots of guests of that. As most of you know, this whole podcast, and I mentioned it to Susie, has basically been a pandemic project. I never thought I would do something like this, but here we are, episode 19 into this. Do you have uh, your own pandemic project or hobby that maybe either came out of nowhere or like you wanted to dive into and and do you want to share with our audience what that is yeah so actually something that i started in the pandemic is um the sport of running right yeah um, was inspired by a girlfriend last spring she you know she put on her shoes started running and i thought well, what the heck i'm gonna give it a try you know i've i've never been very athletic i've never been super in shape but i thought wow what the heck there's nothing else to do. And I completely fell in love with it. I started, you know, I would try to run for one minute and walk for three. And um, I'm up to uh, training for a half marathon this summer. And um, and it kind of goes along with the mental health piece. Yeah. Um, I've really kind of opened my eyes to the connection between physical health and, you know, the endorphins that come from running and seeing the improvement in my mental health. So for me, it's been a huge boost in um, my well-being physically and mentally, and I really enjoy it. I never, ever thought that I would say I like that. You know, I used to look at people that would run, and I'd think, like, why in the world would you do that? But <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I've absolutely yeah that's funny i'm trying to think back to our high school because did you you didn't run cross country or, or track or anything like that hey oh when i was in high school the way it kind of worked was the music program took up so much yeah, time right that yeah really felt like i had to kind of choose between sports yeah. and music and i i was a music kid so 
I really didn't do anything physical in high school. <laughs> That's so funny. I, it's funny because I tell my girlfriend that all the time. Like I hated running growing up and I, I had kind of a significant knee injury and, and put on a lot of weight and just wasn't in a great spot. And out of nowhere, I also found running and it was obviously not a pandemic, but yeah, the mental health aspects of running like it's just second to none for me like it's if i don't get that like i am just so much significantly less happy and less energetic and and yeah it's 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 funny how just little things like that can can go a long way but cool do you have any other projects you know knock on wood the pandemic doesn't last too much longer anything else you might dive into not a ton i've always kind of wanted to do some like home renovation projects i've yeah. got lots of you know little projects on the go i want to paint our cupboards and paint our furniture set but uh i don't know we'll see yeah i say i'm gonna do it and i never get around to it right. i always end up binge watching something on netflix instead. yeah yeah you watch anything good right now I am in love with Superstore on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so, it's funny. We just we just finished that one, and like I remember the first couple episodes being like, "There's no way I'm watching this show." <laughs> like it is just, and then it just it just uh, the power of Netflix just goes to the next episode, and <laughs> you I I kind of found like I don't know if it's the same for you, but like some of the more minor characters, I didn't love the main characters. But like them, so like the like Cheyenne or Glenn, like they're just they're gold. Yeah, Glenn makes that show. Yeah, I agree. That voice is just second to none. <laughs> I'm not. I want to. I want to try to do it, but I don't. I know I can't. So but yeah, go go check that out. Well, this has been awesome. This is episode 19 of After the Bell. Speak it out with Susie. We have definitely spoke it out, and. It, Susie, it's been great to connect with you. Uh, hopefully at the end of this, it would be awesome to to go for a run. I love running in your little small town. Um, yeah. So it'd be it'd be fun to maybe grab Catherine and, and, and go for a run sometime. That'd be great. I'm probably way slower than you, but I'm I'm up for it. No, it's all good. It's it's good to <laughs> just be out there and kind of soak up the soak up the sun. So yeah. Well, I won't leave. I won't take any more of your time. I know. I know we could talk for a long time on this podcast, but the people don't want to hear it. So. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, Murray. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And again, shout out to all of your staff at your school, because I know you're going to share this with them. So <laughs> yeah. tell, tell them to subscribe on Apple or Spotify. So someday maybe we'll get paid to do this, but. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Susie. Okay, bye. So big thanks to Susie for joining us. Episode 19, Speak It Out with Susie on After the Bell. Thanks so much, Susie, for coming on. It was really nice to hear from someone outside of the teaching realm, yet someone that's still very much interconnected with, with teachers, with kids, and, and the system as a whole. I think everyone from listening to it can hopefully take one piece of advice and maybe implement either in their own classroom or maybe even more importantly right now in their own life with the pandemic going on. Uh, again, lots of ways you can find us. 
You can follow us on Instagram at, at after.thebell. Again, pass this along to someone else. You can subscribe on Apple or on Spotify. And do me a solid. Pass it on to one new person. Tell them, hey, I know this guy who started a podcast during a pandemic. And you should do me a solid as a friend and give them at least a chance. I know that sounds pretty desperate, but yeah, pass it on. I actually have a few people that have just started podcasting personally and as also are listening to podcasts. There's a real big segment of the population that has still not even gotten into podcasts. I know, and I always joke with Natasha, like I have so many podcasts on the go, whether it's sports, whether it's news, whether it's running, there's basically a podcast on anything, but a lot of people don't even don't even know what podcasts can do. I feel like I'm constantly listening to podcasts, obviously driving, but when I'm doing the laundry, when I'm doing the dishes, when I'm basically doing any task, for the most part, I'm, I'm usually listening to some sort of podcast. So again, for your friend that hasn't checked out a podcast at all maybe introduce them to after the bell again pass this on to any colleagues anyone in a school and again make sure you contact us either on instagram after dot the bell i forgot it for a second uh dm us if you want to be a guest or maybe also dm if you if you have a, a guest in mind that you think people want to hear about and we'll try to set that up. So again, today is Wednesday. We're recording the last part of this of this episode. And get outside. I think Susie did a great job, hopefully inspiring some of you by, by talking about her pandemic project running. I know I'm definitely going to be running a little bit later today. But yeah, hopefully you just find something to do. And uh, yeah, as always, stay safe and keep it real.